You are listening to the Underdog Way podcast with me, Ruben Pillai, where I interview amazing guests who face adversity, overcome challenges, and found their purpose. We share stories to inspire change. Remember, your change will begin when you turn inspiration into action. This episode is brought to you in partnership with the Stop Holding Back Foundation, a charity really close to my heart that is focused on the personal development of people who stutter. A big shout out to everyone part of the SHB family. I love you all and thank you for the support. Today's guest is Leron Barton, writer and public speaker from Kansas City, San Francisco. Leon has written poetry, screenplays, blogs and books over the years and has most notably been featured in BuzzFeed and TEDx. I first came across Leron via his TEDx talk on YouTube where he spoke very openly and vividly about his experiences of stuttering, something I'm very familiar with. Leron recently wrote a powerful blog piece titled Being a Black Man in America Never Feels Safe and we touch upon some of these racial dynamics in the interview and he talks about his work as he mentors young black males like himself in America. I really enjoyed this interview a lot and the only shame was we could not go on for longer but we hope to do a more feature length episode at some point in the future. We had some technical difficulties last time but things sounded a lot better this time. Yeah, no, like, um, I'm really excited about the new microphone I bought. Um, so, you know, pretty, pretty jazzed about that one. So, uh, yeah, but man, like, it's good to, um, good, good to finally connect. So, yeah, I mean, let's, uh, let's, let's make it go. Definitely. So, um, I first came across you through a friend, Ayo Adesanya, and yes. he shared with me your TEDx talk and, we were speaking about it and I was thinking, wow, this guy has overcome stuttering and he sounds like a really confident, powerful speaker, which is an aspiration and goal of mine personally. Right. So I wanted to really get into kind of how you got to that point and how it felt delivering that TEDx talk. You know, um, delivering the, the TEDx was one of the great moments in, in, in my life because it, because it was a goal of mine to do uh, for, you know, it's one of like my four big goals. And so what had happened was like, I, first time I heard a TEDx, uh, I heard Sir, sorry, Sir Ken Robinson deliver his TEDx. I believe it was uh, education is not, it, the education, it should not be an evolution, but a revolution. I was like, wow, this dude is really good. His TEDx is phenomenal. It's still my, still my favorite. And so I had wanted to do one. I just didn't know how to do a TED talk. And I 
went over my, my lady and I went over her friend's house and her friend's daughter named Mallory shout out to Mallory she had a book that's it was called how to how to get a TEDx and I was like wow it's real like it could be attainable we watched the TEDx of a young girl named Genesis Carter I don't know if that's her full name but this uh young black girl is like 13 14 years old she was delivering a TEDx on on being a vegan and it was really good. And I said, okay, well, you know, let's see if I can do that. And so I got in, I got on a mailing list of, uh, of, of this, of, of this fellow who, who would send out, you know, emails every week, this TEDx is open, this TEDx is open. And so, you know, I, I think like I applied for like three and, and like the second or third one that I applied for, I, I got it. It was a uh, TEDx Wilson Park in uh, Florence, Alabama, a wonderful part of the world. And I was trying to figure out what to do my TEDx on. And so my lady was like, well, why don't you do it about stuttering? And you know, Ruben, like uh, for those who, who, who stutter in Samar, excuse me, uh, it's a very personal thing of ours. And so I, had, I, hadn't, I hadn't written about it, you know, because I'm a writer. And I felt that, okay, well, if this is gonna be your first TEDx, let's make it something memorable. Let's truly, because I, I I always felt like, and it's funny, I was talking to a new friend of mine, uh, shout out to uh, Naha. We were talking about uh, how the best writing is personal. And I felt that, uh, you know, all my great pieces were personal and I wanted to do something that was very personal. And, and I can't think of, of anything more personal than talking about my, my stutter. And so I practiced, 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 like I practiced so much. I practiced like two, three times a day. And you know, having a stutter, it's man, it, it it's one of those things where it's like you, as I said in in the TEDx, Ruben, you know, you not only have to have to worry about what you say, but how you say it, and delivering it on on a stage, man, it was just it was just practice. It was God, and it was just, you know, I knew that I had a good speech, and I just I just felt good, man. Like you know, before I got on, listened to Queen listen to the Hamilton soundtrack and, uh, you know, brilliant. Uh, and, yeah. uh, um, and I just did my thing. That sounds really good. I've also had the fortune of delivering public talks about right. stuttering as well and my story. And regardless of what you've done before, the reaction you get from friends and family, it's a bit different, isn't it? Oh man, it's, it's so different. Yeah. Like, you know, it changed my life, man. I mean, it, it not only gave me, so when I say it, 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 it changed my life, it's not that I received like wild fortune or nothing like that, but it changed my life because it, it told me that I could do something that I didn't think that I could do. And when I did that, Ruben, it just, man, it just opened up so many doors, you, you know? I can imagine. And I think personally as well, it's probably a big thing that you had ticked off your list of things yes, to sir. do. And it can also propel you to more things because it is a public oh. platform and you get a lot of credibility for doing a TEDx. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you're kind of in a fraternity of, of people. I mean, there's so many people that have done TEDx's and it's just like the, the topics and just the TED platform and just the respect and just the, the esteem that people hold it is just you know, it's an incredible thing. You know, you know what I mean? Definitely. You've probably spoken a lot about this topic before, about your speech and overcoming sure. public speaking fears, but I wanted to actually change direction a bit. 
sure. and going to something that you have been um, actively speaking out, speaking right. about for a long time now, um, which is your experiences as a black person experiencing right. um, a different challenge growing up to right. your friends who aren't black and the challenges, especially in the U.S.? So, uh, thank, thank you for that question. So, for me, uh, race is, is the dominant, is the primary factor in my, in my life, right? Like, it's shaped who I, who I am. You know, I don't know a world with, without being Black. And because of that, I, there, there's just things that, like, be, because I'm a Black man, like, that colors everything that I do, right? And so I, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about that. And I mean, the way that I live my life is accordance to being, to being Black. So I feel like that as a Black person that does have the ability to speak, that does have the, the ability to write and to create a platform for you know, people that look like myself, it, it's, it's, it's my responsibility. You, 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 you know, it's like the, the thing about writing and the thing about speaking, um, Ruben, is, is that if you don't speak for yourself, someone's going to do it for you and it's going to be wrong or you're not going to be able to speak at all. And the problem with the narrative today is that too many people that look like me don't get a chance to speak for me. You dig? I mean, Definitely. it's... And, 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 and it's, it's, it's so important for us to put our experience out. You know, as a black man, as a black man who stutters, just period. Like, you're like, you know, I, I need to be heard because the reason for that is, is that I want people to know, okay, this is what really happened. This is what's really going on. And I want people that identify with me to, uh, to be able to read and, and to say, hey, you know what, this, this, this brother is speaking the truth. You know, I'm going through the same thing he's going through. It's just like with the TED, man. Like, you know, being a person that stutters, doing the TEDx, embracing my stutter. And one thing that I do want to, uh, sorry, I, 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 I do want to say, Ruben, is like I stutter every single day. So this isn't something like, yeah. you, know, as, you know, as you know, there's no, there's no cure for it. We don't get over it. It's just there. So, but you know, going back to, uh, to being, to being black, like this is, this is my life. This is what it is to be black is to endure this, this treatment. And I want to make sure that I write about it. You know, like, you know, I don't want to miss an opportunity to, uh, to, to not, to not do that. I recently saw, um, I think it was a talk you did or a, video you put up on your page or your channel speakers yeah. who dare and yes, you spoke about a conversation that you had with your mum I think yes, when sir. you were 12 or 13 years old yes and she kind of went through a drill in regards to how right. um, if you had a conversation with a, a policeman what the think of the best way was to act and and all the steps to take to right to get through that conversation right. um and thinking about that i thought well this is quite like a big topic for 
like a young person is quite intense to take on. Do you think that these types of experiences, do they force black people to grow up faster? Uh, 100%, yeah. So that's the thing about black life is, is like we're, our lives are different than white folks, right? I mean, that's just, you know, that's just what it is. I'm, um, I mean, we live, you know, we, you know, we live differently. We, we have totally different challenges. And what my mother was explaining to me is like, look, you know, I'm just going to tell you just honestly, look, you know, you're, you know, you're a black child, you know, you're, you know, you're going to be a black man. So I have to prepare you for what you're going to face. Look, no kid should ever have to be taught to do certain things to not be killed by the police. Like that's not the way life should be. You know, kids should be able to be, you know, experiment doing, doing backflips in the back, in the backyard, running around, like, you know, uh, making mistakes. Exactly. Making making mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, just living. But, but see, when, when you're black, you're just not afforded that opportunity. And so, you know, when my mother gave me that, you know, when she gave me the, the talk, I was like, wow. Oh, okay. So this is what I have to look forward to. And the thing about the, the talk is it, you know, it's a rite of passage, not only receiving it, but giving it. And so when I gave it to young man that I was mentoring, I, I, I had to let him know, listen, like, this is what's been taught to me. This is, I'm passing this, this down because it's my responsibility to do whatever I can, Ruben, to make sure that the ones that come after me are in a better position. You know, because if I don't do that, then I'm not doing my job. Like, you, you know, with, it's like the Spider-Man quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not saying that, you know, I have any power, but I'm just saying that the, like any knowledge that I can pass down to, to ensure or to help you have an easier chance at living than I did is something that I'm 100% down to do. Because if you don't, that's, that's just selfish. You, you know, something that the great Malcolm X once said, he said, uh, black people need to start looking at, at each other as one, is that if one black person gets harmed, we all get harmed. And so that's the way that I, that I, that I look at it. My lady always says, uh, be of service. And that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm being of service because, at, look, I'm a writer, but I'm also a, a vessel, man. I mean, like, you know, Beanie Siegel, uh, the rapper, once said, Any, anything that came from me is wrong. Anything that came through me is, uh, is right. And what I mean by, I'm sorry, what he meant by that, I believe, is that what came through him was, was God. I'm, I'm Catholic, and I believe that we are all stewards on this planet to help one another. And, and it doesn't matter what, uh, what faith you uh, believe in. I just believe that we are, all inter- we are all interconnected. And so I wanted to be able to mentor someone who was coming from a, certain, was coming from a similar situation that I, that I did because growing up, you know, I, I didn't have a lot, of, uh, a lot of male role models. You know, you know like, you know, my grandfather, you know, who's the greatest man I ever knew, I'm sorry, no, you know, uh, my father, I really didn't meet him until I was 13. And I had a, another 
amazing uh, man in my life, uh, Mr. Stan Banks, who, who, was a, who was a high school teacher. So I had a lot of, uh, I had some great men behind me. So it's only right for me to pay that forward a little bit, you know? And, and Got it, yeah. so, yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's what we should do. Thank you very much for that, Neon. Sure, yeah, for, no problem. Um, sharing those insights. I have a quote that I want to um, share with you now. Sure. Um, and I just want to get your feedback and your thoughts on this quote. Yes, sir. For racism to function in society, everyone has to be functionally miseducated of the human story. That's interesting. Um, you know, that's something that I'm going to have to sit on because the, see, I don't believe in the ignorance of racism, right? You know how like some people say, oh, uh, uh, oh, you know, white folks are just ignorant. They just don't, they just don't know. I, I, I decline that, right? I don't believe that because there's so much data out here. See, there's a lot of uh, accounts, like my account is not different. It's not anything you anything you unique i'm just a young kid from Southside, kansas city i guarantee you you if you if you go if you go across the pond if, if you go to uh if you go to certain parts of parts and parts of of london johannesburg if you go to um uh you know certain parts of ireland i mean like you know the you know, like the slums of dublin i guarantee you you will find a young man such as myself and so with that being said, it's like our, our condition, our stories are known. So I think that with just my opinion, I think that with racism, one of the reasons why that it keeps perpetuating Ruben is because we don't hold people ac accountable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're like, completely agree. It, it's, 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 it's like, um, our, uh, our, uh, our fellow home uh, homeboy Ayo, I, I seen him post something on social media talking about, you know, Bame and how he won't stop talking about the story because it's real. So if he's talking about it, then people have got to know about it. So yeah. I just I don't mm -hmm. I I don't know if uh, if I agree with that, man. I think um, with this quote, this was linked to more of education within the system. So if you think about schools, when people talk about black history, it tends to start with slavery. But we, sure. but we, we know that that's not where black history started. Black history started a long time before that. Way before, way before. Yeah, so no, things like, like that. As soon as you think about black history, straight away think of um, slavery, yeah. slavery in the trade from sure back in the past and then uh, the movement to abolish that but there's right. a lot more to it and that's what is 100 percent um put 100%. forward in schools and the education system so um this was actually taken from a talk by akala uh, he's right. a uh, public speaker um, i like him yeah um uh, uh, um is uh isn't he uh miss isn't he miss dynamite's brother yeah younger brother yeah no, yeah brother. Uh, I a uh, huge fan um, of Miss Dynamite. Huge, huge fan. Uh, I, I've heard Akala speak. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's he's fierce. You know, you know, yeah. you know. So, so I'm mean, yell like, yeah. uh, so I'm mean, like, um, if uh, if he's uh, if he's watching this, man, Akala, super big fan for real. Uh, 
he he fingers crossed he's watching this <laughs> oh yeah man i mean yeah, yeah. now like you know he um he pushes black self-respect 24 7 365 days so i'm 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 very very proud of that young man cool um last few minutes have you got any yes, um things that experiences from the protests and things in the news that they have that, that you just want to share just to yes. um, end off the podcast in like a strong note yeah yes sir um a couple of things like well first off um I, I i definitely want to tell to everyone that stutters i i want you to know a couple of things first off look if people make fun of you because you stutter you don't need to be around them them people look it's something that we that we have we can't help it we're 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 born with it right and so if someone belittles you because of that then you need to x them out out of your life secondly um what i do i'm sorry what i've done in the past and still do from time to time ruben is that i read out loud to, to myself the reason why that i that i do that and this is something that i got from uh the movie the movie the notebook uh i I never watched it. It was just one part where Ryan Gosling's character was reading to his father. And he did that be because he had a stutter. And I think that reading out loud in a book, what that does is that tells your mind that this is a, a this is a regular speed for you. Like, oh, and it's just practice because we have to be mindful of, of just practicing that. And and as far as the protest, look, you can only push people so so far right you know i'm i'm i don't condone the violence but i'm not condemning it you dig the reason for that is because because we've been a class of people that has been messed around so many i mean we we got to the new world i i, I guess you call it like call it that since 1619 um rihanna jones she did a um a um report for the new york times it was a series of essays called called 1619. I haven't got a chance to read it, but I think everyone should do themselves a favor uh, and educate them themselves with it. You know, you cannot tell somebody who has been deprived of basic human rights how to behave. I mean, it's like, Ruben, like, if you think about that, right? So I'm telling, I'm not letting you live a normal life. Like, being black America, this is this is this is not normal. Like, uh, we just saw a young man, Rayshard Brooks, killed a uh, killed a couple days ago yeah. by a police officer in his Crazy. car, un mm -hmm. un unarmed. So you can't tell me how to react, how to uh, how how to process anger. You you know, yes, you know, we would like things to end peacefully, but at some point, people are are just gonna stop talking because folks are not listening. That's a crazy story, actually, because yeah. did he get stopped because he didn't put a turn signal on? I, um, you, you know, you know there's, I, there's some detail there around how small the offense was. Truthfully, and the police um, walked over with a gun in his hand, prepped to, truthfully, I guess, it's, protect it, himself, as you call it. It's crazy because black men are to be look in this country. You know, I I, I can't speak for the UK because because I don't live there, but. In America, the black man is always looked at as 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 a monster, as a thug, as as someone who's someone who's a criminal. The bigger you are, uh, the darker you are, the more dangerous you are uh, you are perceived as. 
And because of these tropes, which have started since slavery and that have just filtered down through time, people still embody these, uh, these tropes. And so what you have, Ruben, is you have people who should not have a badge. Like, it, it's funny be, because it takes longer to be a barber than it, than it does to be a police officer. So you mean to tell me I got to go to school longer to cut my hair, I'm sorry, to cut your hair to be a stylist than it does to walk the beat. Like, that's kind of ridiculous. So you have a lot of people who are not mentally equipped for the job who don't understand the job in my in my opinion and people who have who have embodied racism so you put this all you put this all together and this is how you get cops shooting shooting black people for no reason i mean to to be black in america is it's a very perilous existence and i just hope that every black person um hold holds their head man i mean you know um I mean, I, I pray for you. I, I just know that every, that every day, every day that I'm able to go to bed, I've made it. I'm 41 year, uh, years old, man. Like, you know, I've, I've survived a lot. And again, Ruben, what I'm telling you is not normal. It, this is not the way that it should be, but, but this is black life. Thank you very much for your time, Lee. I really enjoy that, actually. Really, really enjoy yeah. that. Ruben, man, I'm, I'm really happy that we were able to get down and to, and to get this going, man. Like, uh, shout out to, uh, shout out to AO, man. He's, you know, you guys are doing some really dope stuff. You know, I, I, I really appreciate how you, how you all are making a safe space for people that stutter because it, it's funny. You know, I, I was on a call a couple weeks, like a couple months ago, and I was with people that stuttered and I'm like, damn, like, you know, I didn't know that there were groups that people could reach out to, you know, like if I was younger or just, you know, like even now just, you know, so it's a, you know, it's a beautiful thing, man. So, you know, Ruben, man, uh, take, thank you uh, very much for those kind words. Your, uh, stay blessed, man. Yeah, man. Like, uh, and let's, and let's definitely have another conversation. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the underdog web podcast. Please subscribe, leave a comment and look out for more awesome and inspiring conversations.